You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 114, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Cassandra Von Worsley here. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. How is your day going? How's your business going? How's your life going? What are you excited about today? What are you grateful for today? It's so easy. You know, sometimes I forget that life is about the process, that building an amazingly successful business is about the process. And sometimes I'm rushing through things and trying to get things done and cross things off my checklist and, you know, looking at my consistency tracker so I can make sure that I'm consistent. And I have to stop myself in those moments because that's when I feel the rush and the impatience coming in. And I have to remind myself that life is not about getting there. Life is about being here. You know, you ever have that moment where you're just like, life is about being here. And I remember when, uh, you know, I remember a time when my oldest was really small. He must have been about two or three. And I, I really wanted to have another baby and time was passing. And, you know, in your early twenties, you think time is passing. Who knows? Yeah. Young and dumb. Um, and I remember being out in the backyard, looking at him playing by himself. And on the one hand, feeling really sad that he was playing by himself and didn't have a sibling at that point. And on the other hand, I remember saying to myself, and I must have been, listen, uh, I had him at 19, so I must have been about 22. Uh, I remember saying to myself, cherish this, like really take this in because it's going to go fast. And even at 22, I understood the power of a moment. I understood that that moment was going to be, it was going to be that moment and then it was going to be gone. And I wonder how often we do that with our business. I wonder how often we, we just bask in the beauty of what we get to create every single day and feel the gratitude of what that means. I, I get to record this podcast episode. I, I, can we just sit for a minute with like how amazing it is that I have a computer with the software, the ideas flow to me. I'm able to share and connect with you. You know, I live in the middle of rural Wyoming and you might live somewhere across the globe. And here we are together just sharing space. I mean, how incredible is that? And we forget that when we're running our businesses, we forget that the, we forget the miracle of every moment that we get to spend doing what we love and loving what we do. And so I just invite you before we even get started on the episode to Take a few minutes to bask in gratitude at what you get to do, not what you got to do, what you get to do every single day in your business. Let's just bask, you know, uh, I don't do enough basking. So I'm doing basking right now with you on this episode. So let's talk about housekeeping for a second, because a lot of you may wonder, or you may be new to She Runs the Show. And so you may not know what She Runs the Show is about or uh, how often it comes out, which to be perfectly frank, has shifted over the lifetime of this podcast. So let's just get to the nitty gritty of it. She Runs the Show is a podcast geared to women entrepreneurs. I have a lot of male entrepreneurs who listen and to my men who listen to She Runs the Show. Lots of love because what I'm talking about applies to all of us and we're all in this together. But She Runs the Show was created because I wanted to create a space for women entrepreneurs to hear 
to know and to live the truth that they can have both relationships that rock and businesses that thrive. One never has to cost you the other. And so what I bring to She Runs the Show every single episode is the reminder that you can have both, that you will have both, and that you must have both. And so through solo episodes, and there have been a lot of solo episodes over the last year, life has been busy and hectic and crazy. Through solo episodes, and you're going to start to see some amazing interviews coming up in the next month or two, through solo episodes and interviews, She Runs the Show is really about helping you develop the mindset and then go out and run your show powerfully, effectively, successfully. It's also a place of encouragement so that you you don't give up on the journey. This building a massively successful business thing is not easy. I don't know if you're, you know, watching people's videos and Facebook ads where they're like, yeah, I just, I just work on my business four hours a week and I make, you know, seven figures a year. I have never lived that. I'm just going to tell you the beginning of your business, the first two to three years of your business is hustle and grind. And I'm not saying hustle and grind, like don't get enough sleep, go through adrenal fatigue. I'm talking about the beautiful, amazing, fantastic, exhilarating work of giving everything you are to all that you do in your business and serving your tribe so profoundly that every time they come in contact with you, they go, man, she just changed the game on my life. Do you know how good that feels? Well, that doesn't happen in four hours a week. So this is also the spot and the place where I want you to just own Whatever it's taking to build your business, own the hours and the time and the life and the love. And and at the same time, as James Altucher would say, choose yourself. If you haven't read that book and you're a woman entrepreneur, I'm going to tell you, don't pass go. Go get that book. Choose Yourself by James Altucher. It will change the game. So She Runs a Show is for women entrepreneurs who know and who want to have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And on top of that, it comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you will have a new episode of She Runs a Show. Now, there was a time when I thought I was going to do seven days a week, not too long ago. Let me just tell you why I'm not doing seven episodes a week. A, I don't have enough time between content creation and writing ebooks and other things to do a seven day a week podcast. I love John Lee Dumas and his entrepreneur on fire motivates me beyond belief. And his story is amazing. And he began doing a seven day a week podcast. I do not have the bandwidth to do that. And also I don't know that you need seven days a week for me. I think three episodes a week is perfect and it gives you exactly what you need, exactly when you need it, and anything else that you need in between, you can go back and download and listen to another episode, an old one. So three days a week, you will get new episodes of She Runs the Show. And it really is about you showing up as all of you to a business that you love, creating a life that you love, with people that you love and not having to sacrifice one for the other. That is the nature of She Wins the Show. Now, if you're new to She Wins the Show, you might also be new to me, Cassandra Vaughn, Cassandra Vaughn Worsley. Now, you can find out a lot about me, about where I've come from and what I've been doing at CassandraVaughn.com. So be sure you go to CassandraVaughn.com and learn more. I love to write books. I love to speak in front of, of people and at conferences. 
And what I love more than anything is to help people see how powerful they are. Essentially, my mission in life is to uplift and change people's minds about the greatness of their lives. Because once they do that, then they go out and they impact the world in an amazing and powerful way. So that's what I love to do. And in fact, I have a new book that I am starting to write today. So be sure that you check out my current books at overcomingfearbooks.com on Amazon. So Overcoming Fear Books. But I write about lots of stuff. I mean, I I write about... Um, fear and focus and writing ebooks because there are lots of entrepreneurs who need to be writing ebooks and they don't. And so I read about that. I, I, I read about things like not being afraid of miscarriage when you've had a miscarriage before. I've had a miscarriage, so I, I needed to write about that, which I did. I wrote a book called Choose You Not Divorce because oftentimes when we're facing the possibility of divorce, we really think it's a, it, we, we think it's a failure thing. We think it's a, well, if I, if I divorce, then it's a failure. And so I, I really wrote about my first experience with divorce and choosing not divorce and how powerful it was for me to realize that it's really not about failure. It's about choosing what is right for me. And so there are lots of different ebooks. My, my new ebook, the one that I'm starting today is on a topic after my own heart, which is focus. I just created a course called the focus mindset formula because so many of us are our brains are wired for distraction. We just live in a distracted world. So I'm, I'm now at the place where I'm going, everybody needs to relearn focus and they need to learn it. So it becomes the way that they live. So now I'm starting a book called find your focus, how to get yourself undistracted, vigilantly consistent and powerfully effective at achieving your life goals. Because I think people have focus. They have the ability to focus, but you've got to know that focus is a habit. And that you, you are the one who creates a focused life. And if your life feels unfocused, if you feel distracted all the time, if you're dealing with shiny object syndrome, if you are jumping from goal to goal and dream to dream and never getting, getting anything accomplished, guess what? It's because you're not living a focused life. And guess what? Focused living doesn't come naturally, especially in the world we live in. It is a, you have to consciously create a focused way of living. And so in this new book, I'm going to talk about how do you in a world where multitasking is glorified and, you know, your phone beeps all the time and you've got 10 tabs open like I do right now on my computer screen. How do you, how do you redevelop relentless focus to the point where you're living a focused life? So that is going to be the next ebook that comes out for me at overcomingfairbooks.com in the next couple of weeks. What else do I have going on? Oh, Oh, and if you need some help with consistency, just to let you know, because consistency is a cornerstone of focus, you can certainly download my seven simple ways to be more consistent at tinyurl.com forward slash seven ways consistent, seven being the number seven. So what else is going on? You know, I wiffle waffle about preparing bodybuilding those of you who've listened to me long enough, you know, I've been wanting to train for NPC bikini for the longest amount of time. My nutrition is the killer. I just have to, my nutrition is not right. I, I'm, my days are filled with, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know, like some meals I'm eating three chicken drumsticks that have been baked with okra and then other meals I'm eating gummy bears and Rice Krispie treats. It's just my life right now. 
And I think, you know, here's the reality situation. One of my long-term goals is to get to IFBB Bikini Pro. And it's just not a focus right now. There's, there's no, it's just not my thing right now. It is not the focus. It is not my top priority. And one of the things that I like to teach in the focus mindset formula is you've got to know what your top life goal is, what Gary Keller calls the one thing. And if you don't know your one thing, then you're divided among 10 things and you never get anything done. And I can tell you right now in my life, IFBB Bikini Pro is not my one thing. And I've stopped fighting that. So for me right now, I am working out. I'm on my Peloton bike. I'm starting to get back into lifting weights simply because I love to lift. I mean, I really do. If I, if I could spend two hours a day just lifting rather than doing cardio, which obviously I'm going to need to do cardio to get down to 70, 17% body fat, um, I would lift. I love to, I think there's power in lifting heavy weights, but that's just not my focus at the moment. Uh, that is just, that is not my focus. And so I say all of that to say that, that I'm just like you. I'm in a place where I know what my one thing is. I know what I'm building in my business. I know who I am. And maybe that's being 40 because I feel so clear at 40 about who I am, what I want and what I will no longer settle for. And if you're 20 or you're 30, can I just give you one little piece of advice? Get clear on that now. Like, don't wait till 40 to do it. Get super clear on this is who I am. This is what I want. I will work as hard as I have to to attain it. And I'm not accepting anything else. The last one being the most important. I'm not accepting anything less, anything else. It took me a long time to get there. It took me a lot of life lessons to get there. If you're 20 or if you're in your 20s or your 30s, can I just invite you to get the lesson now and don't wait till you're 40 to do it? I'm glad I got it now. Some people don't even get it in their 40s. Some people are in their 70s before they get it. However, if you are 20 something or 30 something, get the lesson now. Just saying. Get the lesson now. Drop the mic. <laughs> So, all right, we're finally getting to this episode. Let's, let's, uh, yeah, I went on many tangents. Oh, one other tangent. My husband, who is an amazing entrepreneur with a business that is booming, that focuses on mold mitigation and mold remediation, just wrote this amazing ebook called The Mold Epidemic. And until I met him, I didn't understand how, how severe the impact of mold can be. And a lot of you out there who suffer from things like asthma and chronic fatigue and uh, what is the other one that, that is big? Lyme's disease. Any autoimmune disorders, you understand that the indoor air quality of your home is powerfully important to you being well. What I didn't realize until I met my husband and learned more about what he does in his business is that mold is an epidemic that's happening. You know, we spend way more time indoors than we ever did. I remember being a kid and always being down the street at the park. Now we have children, you know, we're afraid to have our children two miles away from us. You know, it's no longer a parent calling their child from down the street. And so because we spend so much time indoors, because a lot of us work from home or run our businesses from home, because we, even in the summers, run the air conditioning 
Uh, and because we're not really paying attention to the signs of, of mold risk in our homes, and because mold is naturally occurring, we are living a mold epidemic. And you will see, if you even Google it, you know, toxic mold, black mold, th- there are a lot of issues. I mean, there are public schools and buildings that have what they call sick building syndrome. And so my husband, you to say, he's an expert at this. He, uh, I always call what he does when he takes care of mold and does mold mitigation, like a CSI investigation, because it really does take that level of expertise to get to the bottom of it. He just produced a book. Hello, the mold epidemic, the truth about mold, your home and your health. If you live indoors, you need to read this book. If you own a home that is not uh, brand new, even if you have a brand new home, I had no idea that you could have mold issues in a brand new construction whatever. If you live somewhere indoors, you need to pick up this book. So go to Amazon, tinyurl.com forward slash mold epidemic book and educate yourself. I, you know, I remember having a home years ago in Connecticut and there was mold growing in the bathroom and I just thought, ah, not a big deal. You know, it just, it's, it was an old home. It was a colonial old. What I didn't realize is that the headaches I was experiencing, the upper respiratory infections, all of those things were a product of that toxic mold that was growing in the bathroom that I wasn't taking care of at the time. So again, She Runs a Show is about women entrepreneurs running their show. Part of running your show is taking care of the indoor air quality of your home. So go to tinyurl.com forward slash mold epidemic book and pick up the book. And then just as a bonus for any listener who picks up that book, just send me an email at info at CassandraVaughn.com. I'm going to send you a special gift, a mini course that you're going to love about entrepreneurship. So if you pick up the book, send me an email info at CassandraVaughn.com and I will send you a special free gift. All right. (sighs) Finally, the episode, right? I'm like, how long did it take me to get to the episode date? That's okay. Listen, we're here together. Let's just, let's just break it down and go through it. Um, this is an important episode. I have been talking to my higher self. I can't even tell you how many years I've been meditating and talking to my higher self. But today I want to ask you on this episode a really important question, especially if you feel stuck in your business, especially if your business isn't growing as fast as you want it to, especially if you're, you're just not you're not sure what's missing from the way that you're running your business. Like, why is it not growing? And why am I not building my list the way I want to? And why are my webinars not converting? There are all of these questions that we ask ourselves. And so the question that I want to ask you on today's episode is, how does the 10x version of you run your business? Because if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling like things aren't moving or things are not growing the way that you want them to, this is the question that will change that. How does the 10x version of me run my business? So by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn, number one, the four factors that hurt the growth of your business. Number two, why you need to operate your current business from a future point of view. Now, still being present in today, but operating from a future point of view. By the end of today's episode, you're also going to learn five things you can do to get out of a business rut and make more money. At the end of the day, if you're not making money in your business, guess what? It's not a business, it's a hobby. So let's talk about making more money. And the fourth thing you're going to learn by the end of today's episode is how to neutralize impatience as you take your next steps. 
I have impatient moments all the time. So this is going to be critical to what we're going to talk about. How do you neutralize the impatience when it shows up? So four factors that hurt the growth of your business. And I don't know why I'm stuffy, but I just am. Okay. (laughs) Four factors that hurt the growth of your business. And I've experienced each and every one of these personally. So let me just say that as I'm talking to you, I'm still talking to me because we are ever evolving. So here are four factors that hurt hurt the growth of your business. Number one, doing things the way you've always done them. This hurts your business like nothing else. We all remember, we all know the Albert Einstein quote, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We all know the definition of insanity. I hope that was Albert Einstein. I can't quite remember. Okay. <laughs> but a lot of us get caught A lot of us are more sold on the strategy that we're using to get to the goal rather than the goal. And what Tony Robbins says is true. He says, you know, don't change the goal, change the strategy, just never change the goal. And the reality is, is that a lot of us do the flip of that. We are so stuck on this is the way I'm going to get to this revenue point in my business. This is the way I'm going to build 10,000 email subscribers. This is the way I'm going to do my webinar. We are so over overly committed to the strategy and wiffle waffly on, on the actual end or the objective that we're going for. And so one of the things that will really hurt the growth of your business is if you are stubbornly committed to doing things the way you've always done them. And clearly if they're not working and you're not producing what you want in terms of revenue, whether it's this month, this week, or this year, that's going to hurt your business if you are continuing, even though you see it's not working, to do things the way you've always done them. The second factor that hurts the growth of your business is a lack of systems. This is what I'm working on right now. I have fought this creating systems thing for a long time and not fight it in the sense of I didn't understand the value of it, not fight it in the sense of I'm not able to do it. I'm actually pretty freaking amazing at creating systems and putting together systems. It's, I'm a Capricorn organization and, you know, handling business and doing the work that other people consider boring. I'm great at that. But I'm also fiery. Like I have, I have, um, Leo in my chart and I am, I have Aries in my chart. So you combine being a Capricorn with Leo and Aries. And I'm like, I just want to be on fire doing stuff. <laughs> and, and systems does not equal fire, right? Systems is not the exciting stuff. I love doing what I'm doing right now. This podcast. I love writing ebooks. I love creating courses. I love speaking. But. If you don't have systems in place to replicate, if you don't have systems in place by which things get done in advance, if you're not batching, something that I teach in my Find Your Focus, my Focus Mindset Formula course, if you're not, if you don't have a focused way of living and you don't have systems associated with everything, number one, you can't really hire people to help you in your business because you have no system, you have no training for them. I mean, it's just, it's you as a solopreneur and that's not scalable, just so you know, you need a team. But a lack of systems also means there's no rhyme or reason to the way things work. You're never ahead of the curve. You're always fighting to get things done. I mean, for me, a prime example of this is I just recently, and I'm talking the last two weeks, put together a system for the She Runs the Show podcast. And if you notice over the last two years, it's been sort of hit or miss with the podcast because 
I, I always felt like I was behind the curve and trying to catch up and try to, because there was no system. So a few weeks ago, I sat down for probably four to six hours and I developed the system. And now I'm in the process of implementing the system. And yeah, I'm still a little behind. I'm still trying to figure out how to kick, kick it in gear. But now I have a system. So I know moving forward, it'll take me a couple of months to really implement the system and get it up and running. But once the system is there, she runs the show will be exactly what it needs to be. So a lack of systems is really something that can hurt. It's a factor that hurts the growth of your business. The third factor that hurts the growth of your business, and this is again, something I teach in the Focus Mindset Formula. Most people don't understand. A lot of entrepreneurs are spending more time on shallow work than they do on deep work. And in the Focus Mindset Formula, I teach the difference between shallow work and deep work. And that is a factor that will definitely hurt the growth of your business. You know, busy does not equal productive. Doing uh, 15 things in a day on your business does not mean you're doing the most important things. And if you understand the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule, you get that 80% of your results can be attributed to 20% of your efforts. The problem with that is a lot of us in business are spending more time doing the 80% of things in our business that don't get us the 80% of the results rather than honing in and giving our all to the 20% of things we do in our business that then produces the 80% of our results. So again, spending more time on shallow work than you do on deep work is a factor that hurts the growth of your business. And so a lot of you might say, well, how do I know the difference between shallow and deep work? Listen, you got to get to the bottom of what, what what's the 20% that produces the 80% of your results. If you're brand new in business, you have to forecast or decide in advance what you think the 20% is that will lead to the 80% and test it out over time. But if you're not putting most of your energy and your time and definitely the best energy hours of your day into the 20%, that produces the 80%, you're doing shallow work and that's never going to get you to where you want to be. So spending more time on shallow work than you do on deep work is another factor that hurts the growth of your business. Fourth factor that hurts the growth of your business, not holding steady to a high level of self-belief. I probably should have put this first, but at, at the end of the day, if you don't have self-belief and a high level of it, None of the other stuff matters. You've heard me say this on every episode. This is why I talk emotional intelligence on pretty much every solo episode. This is why I talk about it begins with you believing in you. If you don't believe you can build a multi-million dollar business, let me just tell you right now, you won't. If you don't believe that you've got what it takes to to build a, an email list of 10,000 people, 10,000 raving fans, not just anybody, raving fans. You won't. Self-belief is the foundation of all of your results. Notice I didn't say it's the foundation of everything that you do because there's lots of people out there with very little self-belief who are doing all kinds of things in their business, but they're not producing any results. You can still take action and daily massive action and not believe in yourself, but you'll never get the results. You'll never get the results. So not holding and holding steady. Let me just speak for a second about steadiness. 
if you have some days where you really believe in your ability to build this business, and then you have other days where you really believe in your ability, in your lack of ability to build the business, you're wiffle waffling energetically. Your vibrations are all over the place. Your level of confidence and and self-efficacy are all over the place. That will not produce a great result either. It is really important that you hold steady to a high level of self-belief. Now, does that mean that you don't have doubts? I'm not saying that. Self-doubt and fear are always going to be in the car with you, period. You just don't want them in the driver's seat. And so when I say hold steady to a high level of self-belief, it is and, and developing it is a choice that you make every single moment of every single day. So this high level of self-belief really comes down to in moments when self-doubt starts to creep in or fear starts to creep in, you have to stop it right there in that moment. And you have to say, okay, I get to choose what I believe here. I get to choose what I believe about me. What am I choosing to believe? And it doesn't matter how many times the self-doubt and the fear come in. Every time it does, you've got to be vigilant and say to yourself, okay, here, I'm feeling self-doubt. I'm feeling, what am I choosing to believe? And then move forward with that belief. That's how you develop a high level of self-belief. It is a process. It's a daily, daily moment by moment process. It is not a one and done thing. It's not a, I've arrived and I feel totally confident and it's never going to shit. No, it's, it's a moment by moment paying attention to what you're saying to yourself, how you're feeling about yourself and stopping any emotion that does not empower you, any feeling that does not go along with where you're taking your life and saying to that emotion or feeling, okay, what am I choosing to accept as true for me? And moving forward with that decision. So those are the four factors that hurt the growth of your business. Now, let's talk about why you need to operate your current business from a future point of view. Your future self knows what to do to get you to whatever revenue figure you want to get to. Let me say that again. Your future self knows what to do because the entrepreneurial you 10 years from now, five years from now, 20, she or he, if, if, it, if it's a male entrepreneur listening to this, they already know what they're doing. They've already done it. They're already in some other time and space. They've already climbed the mountain that you're climbing right now. So keep in mind that operating your current business from the you five years from now or 10 years from now is powerfully important because your future you has already achieved that level of success and knows how to get there. Here's the other reason why you need to operate your current business from a future point of view. You're never going to solve a problem with the mind that created it. You are never going to solve a current business problem with the same mind that created it. If you want to solve the problem, you've got to be above it. To be above it, you have to step into the future version of you that already solved this problem, that's already dealt with this, that is light years beyond this. And you've got to say, okay, the answers are within me. If the answers are within me, then what's the answer? Because you've already got the answer. Here's the thing. The answer... I love, I have so many entrepreneur mentors that I love and adore. And they're going to bring insight into my life and they're going to bring some distinctions into my life, but they don't know my business the way I do. And they're never going to have the answers. I'm going to take what I learned from them and it's going to inform my ability to listen to my intuition, but I already have all the answers. I already know what I've got to do. So do you. 
So understand that operating your current business from a future point of view is important because the future you is already in you and the future you has already done it. The future you knows how to get there and the future you has the mind capable of solving it because it already has. Your current mind cannot solve the current problem. Your future mind can. So you want to tap into that. Another reason why you need to operate your current business from a future point of view is when you operate from your future self, when you operate from your future state, what it creates in the present moment is a sense of certainty that it's done, right? It's done. It's done. It it creates those core desired feelings that Daniel Laporte talks about. And the core desired feelings that it creates is the achievement, the victory, the power, the freedom of what it's going to feel like to achieve your goals. You get to live that now. And that's critical. If you want to step into that future where your revenue looks a certain way every single month. You're not, people do it backwards. You're not getting to the goal so you can feel that way. In order to get the goal to the goal, you got to feel that way now. And so there's a certain level of security and certainty and freedom that comes when you operate your business today by saying it's done. It's I've already done it. I, I don't, I don't have to go, okay, let me, let me hustle to earn my worthiness. I, I don't have to say to myself, okay, but when I get there, I'll feel good. No, find ways to feel good right now. Find ways to feel victory now. Find ways to feel whew, the freedom, the freedom of making that kind of money every month, the freedom of having a list of 10,000 people that I get to serve and impact, the, the, the joy, the play, have all of that now because that's what produces your future. It doesn't go the other way around. Here's the other reason why you need to operate your current business from a future point of view. And it's just the bottom line. What got you here won't get you there. What got you to the current place you're in in your business in terms of revenue and conversion and email subscribers and opt-ins, what got you here won't get you there. You need a new approach to get to a new level. And a lot of us are afraid to get to a new level and we won't even admit it to ourselves. We're afraid to get to a new level. You know what they say? New levels bring new devils. Well, there are plenty of devils currently here at your current rut. So whatever, like invite a new level and new devils and new problems because at the end of the day, you're still going to be dealing with stuff whether you're at $5,000 a month in revenue or $500,000 a month in monthly revenue. You staying where you are doesn't keep you or protect you from things you're worried about when you get over there. Get over there and deal with over there. But what got you here is not going to get you over there. You need a new approach to get to a new level. And don't be afraid to get to a new level. So I I, I want to talk for a minute to, to those of you who feel like you're in a business rut and you want to make more money and you're not making more money. You know, I'm currently thinking about my ebook revenue. I haven't really, <clears throat> I haven't really gone all in on getting, <coughs> excuse me. I don't know what I've got in my throat. I haven't gone on all in on my, my ebook revenue stream yet. And I'm about to. And I think about this because when it comes to my ebooks, I'm in a, a business rut. I love to write. I love to create, but I'm not really doing the marketing well. 
right? So, so maybe you can relate to me. I'm not really doing the marketing well, and I'm in a business rut with my ebook revenue, and I know what my revenue goal is, and I know what I want to be doing. And yet I'm still in this rut. And so I want to speak to anybody else who's there with me. Maybe it's not ebooks for you. Maybe it's a digital course you've created. <clears throat> Maybe it's one-on-one coaching. Maybe it's group coaching. Maybe it's a PDF workbook that you want to sell. Let's talk about five things you can do to get out of a business rut and make more money, which I, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm putting into effect all five steps for my ebook revenue side. Because again, when you know you're in a rut, you've got to actively on a daily basis do things to get out of a business rut. So five things you can do to get out of a business rut and make more money. Number one, talk to your list. I am so not good at this. I, you know, like I'm the kind of person when it comes to emails, I love autoresponders, but at the same time, I'm one of those woo-woo people. I want to feel like I have a message to share. I don't want to show up in people's inboxes just to show up in their inboxes. I really want every email I send out to have impact and meaning and power and have the ability to transform their lives. And so that's a really great intention. But at the same time, I'm going back to systems. I still need to have a system for how I do that and how I share and offer to my email list. So if you're at a business route, the first thing you can do is talk to your list, send weekly emails, make yourself do it. I'm talking to myself right along with you. Ask your email subscribers what they want. Share with them the lessons that you've learned this week. Tell them about something that went wrong this week. I, it, so, and I, and I deal with this and I'm trying to wrap my mind around this right along with you. But your email list is a relationship. It's a relationship with each person who's given you their name and email address. How are you building that relationship? Because relationships that don't involve intimacy and connection and conscious effort, they die. And so if you want to get out of business rut, really speak to your list on a weekly basis. Begin today, which I'm saying to myself, send an email out today, which I will. Even and every single week, send out a new email and talk about, again, remember you're building a relationship. If you're building a relationship with another person, how do you do that? You talk about life. You talk about what's going on. You talk about what's important to you, what matters. You ask them what matters to them. Do the same thing. Talk to your list. Second thing you can do to get out of a business rut and make more money, create a new small product or service as a way to exercise your creativity and business productivity muscles. See, I love this because I could do this all day long, but sometimes I think we get caught up in the, anal the analysis paralysis and the decision fatigue of what product should I create? And, you know, is it something my, my, um, what are the, what do we call it? My ideal avatar really needs, you know, sometimes to, to get out of a business, right? You just need to prove to yourself that you can create something amazing and not because you plan to sell it and not because, you know, it, not because it's this, this next business revenue stream. Sometimes you just need to have the creative moment where you say, I'm just going to build something. I'm just going to like, like, what do I want to create? Kind of like crayons and drawing a picture. Take a couple days and create something in your business. Not because you want to make a certain amount from launch on it, but just to show yourself how creative and productive and how much is in you, you just want to flex those creativity and business productivity muscles. Oh, there goes my alarm. I have no idea why it just went off. Oops. <laughs> um, let me shut off this alarm so I can keep going. Okay. Focus. I'm getting back to focus. Okay. So create 
a new small product or service as a way to exercise your creativity and business muscles. That's the second thing you can do. Not for this, the, the sole purpose of making money because you want to get in the creative space of seeing what you can create and having fun. It, th- that really is about play, joy, and fun, creating a new small product or service. Third thing you can do to get out of a business rut, take a project or task you've been putting off for some time and get it completely done. Get it completely done. So for me, uh, a, a task that I've been putting off for a long time is post-producing some of these amazing podcast episodes that I have coming, that I've interviewed some of the most amazing women entrepreneurs you're ever going to hear from. I've been procrastinating on this because post-production is time consuming and there's a lot to it and there's just hours involved with it. So I'm committing to myself that it's getting done this week. It's getting, it's getting done this week. So do the same thing for yourself. Look at the projects or the tasks in your business and say to yourself, what have I been putting off for some time and just dive in and get it done? ASAP. Fourth thing you can do to get out of a business rut and make more money, bask in the gratitude of owning your own business. We did this at the very beginning of this episode. Sometimes you just have to take a, drop the mic moment where you go, I own my own business. doesn't matter how much it's making this month or last month. I get to do what I love to do. I get to serve my tribe. I, I get to play. I get to create. I get to share my gifts with the world. I get to hear what people need and want. I get to affirm others. I get to see them. There is so much joy in the journey that we miss out on because we are so focused on certain goals and certain numbers and certain metrics. And that's not to say that metrics and systems and data and all of that's important. But if you are focusing only on that and you're missing the part of what do you love about being an entrepreneur? What do you love about what you're creating? What Like you got to check your business email. You have business email. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you just sat for a minute? I have an email address that says info at CassandraVon.com. I have a .com site. What? Have you basked in that lately? Have you basked in the number of websites you have, in the blog that you're creating, in the work that you do, in your trademarks and your copyright? Have you just sat for a moment with, you live at a time where you can create a business for next to nothing. It's not where it was 80, 100 years ago where only rich people could create businesses for the most part. Like you get to do this. Bask in the gratitude of owning your own business. Fifth thing you can do to get out of a business rut and make more money. This is a, here comes a drop the mic moment. Be consistent in your delivery of value every single day. I said every single day, every single day. Know your worth and deliver something every day that teaches, inspires, or trains others. Do you know how many people get caught up in analysis paralysis about what they're going to offer, what they're going to teach, what they're going to share, and then weeks and months pass and they've shared nothing? You have missed opportunities to share because you are caught up in, well, what should I share? And what should the email subject line be? And what should the medium post title be? Screw all that. Get out there today and teach, inspire, train. Who cares if you say it wrong? The more you do it every single day, the more consistent you are. I teach us in the Focus Mindset Formula. Frequency, consistency, intensity, like. You don't have to get it perfect. Just get it out there. 
And you will get better the more consistent you become at delivering value. Again, do something today that teaches, inspires, or trains others. Forget about email subject lines. Forget about titles that that are catchy. You will eventually learn that and you will figure it out. But right now, what you've got to go out there and do is share your talent with the world and help somebody, one person, change something today. You will not do that if you spend two weeks trying to figure out what blog post you're going to write next. Forget about that. Put it out there. All right, I'm going to get off my my high horse here. Let's talk about how to neutralize impatience as you take your next step. So how do you neutralize impatience as you take your next steps? Because I don't know about you, I'm impatient. I, I, I really want my business to be yesterday where I know it's going to be five years from now. I really do. I I am impatient. Full disclosure. So I'm talking to myself and you here. How do you neutralize? And here's the thing. Louise L. Hay once said, impatience is resistance to learning. And so anytime you're impatient for a certain goal or outcome, you're actually pushing it away. You're actually keeping it from happening. So let me talk for a minute about how to neutralize impatience as you take your next steps. Number one, Know that where you are right now is divinely perfect. First thing, know that where you are right now is divinely perfect. In other words, you are in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing always. I think the acceptance of divine right timing helps to alleviate some of the impatience. I'm not going to say all, but really reminding yourself that it's all right. Everything is all right. It's all like everything that's happening as it's happening. And I struggle with this. I'm just going to tell you right now when things are happening that I don't like, or when situations are coming up that serve as very big obstacles to my business or to me, I am not pleased about them. But there comes a moment where I have to remind myself constantly. And sometimes for days and weeks on end, everything is working out for me. I may not get it. I may not see it. I may not understand it. I may not like it, but I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Always. It's all right. The reminding of of yourself of that becomes really important. Remember, you're always in the right place doing the right thing at the right time. Even if it is a setback or failure, it is all right. Next thing you can do to to neutralize, excuse me, impatience, go all in today. I can't say enough. Lukewarm living doesn't get you anything worth having. There's a drop the mic moment right there. Lukewarm living doesn't get you anything worth having. And a lot of entrepreneurs are lukewarm in their business. They are not going all in. A lot of them say things like, well, I don't, you know, the age of Gary Vee and Grant Cardone and like sleeping three hours a night. I didn't say to go all in. You got to sleep three hours a night. I don't sleep three hours a night. I sleep six or seven. Well, last night, let me see. Did I sleep? Is it 12? One, two. No, I slept maybe five hours last night, but typically I sleep six to seven, sometimes eight. I'm not saying you got to sleep only two hours. What I am saying though is whatever you're doing in your business, whether it's for 15 minutes or for seven hours today, you need to be a hundred percent in it. 
Because when you go all in, you forget about time. You forget about the future. You are wholly in the present moment. And when you're wholly in the present moment, you bask in this moment. You show up fully for this moment. You get a lot more done because you're all in this moment. Go all in. The impatience will go away because you're fully present. Third thing you can do to neutralize impatience as you take your next steps, and this is from A Course in Miracles. If you haven't read A Course in Miracles, don't worry about it. If you're supposed to read it, you will. And if you're not supposed to read it, you won't. I still haven't even gone through the whole thing because it's not time yet. Course in Miracles says, infinite patience produces immediate results. I had to sit with that one for at least 15, 20 minutes the first time I read it. Infinite patience produces immediate results. The more you're like, it's got to happen today. It's got to happen this week. It's got to happen this month. The farther away it feels. And then the farther away it feels the less you feel self-belief and confidence that it's going to happen. The less you feel that self-belief and confidence, the more you allow the doubt to take over and get into the driver's seat. And then you sabotage. So the heart and soul of this idea that infinite patience produces immediate results is that when you get infinitely patient, you get present. You get completely in this moment. You start to go all in for the sake of going all in, not because you want to get somewhere by next week. And then when you go all in, you start to bask and enjoy the process. And when you enjoy the process, boom, then it starts to feel like stuff just happens faster than you can handle because you're not worried about it happening by a certain date. You're allowing, you're attracting you're not forcing, pushing, shoving, <clears throat> pushing a boulder uphill. The moment you feel like you're pushing a boulder uphill in your business, you need to take a break and you need to breathe. And you go, okay, let me breathe it all out. So remind yourself on a pretty consistent basis, infinite patience produces immediate results. Here's the other thing you've got to do to neutralize impatience as you take your next steps. Fall in love with the business you're going to have by treating it that way now. I can't say enough. If you want a $10 million a year business, then every single day, you've got to say to yourself, as a $10 million a year business owner, how would I run today? What would I do today? What what would be my focus today? How would my business look at $10 million a year? What systems would I have in place? What activities would I be responsible for? What I, what would I delegate to others? And you need to start running your business that way. Even if you're a solopreneur and you don't have a team, if you're a solopreneur, you don't have a team. The question you need to be asking is, if I were a $10 million a year business and still a solopreneur, how would I be running that business today? What would I be focused on? What kind of work would I be doing? What phone calls would I make? Who would I reach out to? How would I reach out to them? And then run your business today that way. That's what you've got to do. So really just, again, fall in love with the business you're going to have by treating it that way right now. Another thing you can do to neutralize the impatience is work in silence and let your results do the talking for you. I can't say enough. Too many people in business are... Let me be nice about this. Let me let me not be crude about it. Running their mouths for no good reason. Stop talking about what you're going to do. Stop talking about how, um, how change the game, amazing, uh, number one ink list, whatever your business is. Do the, do the work. I was going to use an expletive, but I won't do the work, work in silence, work in silence. So many people are, 
are on social media, you know, I won't say pretending, but on social media, like touting their multi-million dollar business before it's a multi-million dollar bit. No, multi-million dollar business people are busy. They are on it. They are moving there. They do not have time to go on Instagram and show you a picture of their Maserati. You know what I mean? Like they don't care about their Maserati. They are in their office in their sweats doing their thing. Stop talking about it. Work in silence and let your results do the talking for you. Final thing, to neutralize impatience as you take your next steps. Know that it's done. Trust that it's done. Believe that it's done. Say to yourself over and over again, it's done, it's done, it's done, it's done, it's done. Like live, run your business today from, it's done. If you knew, here's the thing. If you knew a hundred percent that you making $50,000 a month was done in your business consistently, month after month, $50,000 in revenue. If you knew that it was done, how would you show up for your business differently? How would you do things? Like what would be different about you as the entrepreneur? You writing an article for Medium. You writing a new blog post for your site. You doing a new podcast. Like what would be different, right? And if I ask myself that question, what's going to be different when I'm at $10 million a year than at this very moment? I'd bask a lot more. I wouldn't worry about time. I I would just be, okay, I know what I've got to do. I'd be focused on deep work. I'd delegate everything that was shallow, period, the end. And I just have a good time with it. I'd just be like, woo! (laughs) I would just, you know, I'd just flow, kind of like I'm doing right now. You know, it's done. It's done. And what we do with so many of our biggest life goals, whether it's losing weight or building to a certain revenue point with our business, is we operate in the current moment with the, with the tension of like, but it's not done. It's not done. I'm trying to get there. I'm fighting to get there. I just want to lose 30 pounds. I just want to, okay, I got to eat like that. It's struggle that we're bringing to the current energy of the room. And the energy of struggle does not get you to the goal. The energy of confidence and knowing and trusting and being and playing and having fun. That is what gets you to the goal faster. So know that it's done. Know that it's done know that it's done. If you need help being consistent, we talked a lot about consistency on this episode. If you know that the thing that's missing in your business is you do not consistently show up for yourself with your self-belief, you do not consistently show up every day by every single day providing value and, and, and training and inspiration. If you know that you are lacking consistency in your business, go to tinyurl.com forward slash seven ways consistent. Oh, I hope I got that right. I just have to check real quick because honestly, I don't even know that I got that right. But let me just try that real quick. A seven ways consistent with seven being the number seven. Oh, good. Perfect. I got it right. <laughs> Go to tinyurl.com forward slash seven, the number seven, seven ways consistent and download seven simple ways to be more consistent. It is a one page PDF guide that I created that boom right there on one page. You just print it out, put it up on your wall next to your computer. It will give you seven simple ways to become vigilantly consistent. If you're struggling with shiny object syndrome, you need that PDF one sheeter. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash seven ways consistent. Here's the other thing. 
make a commitment to yourself. And I'm making the commitment with you right now on this podcast episode that every single day you are going to show up fully. You're going to go all in and you're going to do one thing, at least one thing every single day that trains, teaches, or inspires your tribe, period. Forget about email subject lines. Forget about, well, how do I get this right or perfect or, or how's it going to convert? Screw all of that. Every single day, you and I, we're doing one thing out in the world that teaches, instructs, inspires. And you know what? For me, I'm not even counting this podcast episode as that one thing. I'm going to do something else today that drops the mic and reaches out to my tribe and tells them how much I love them and how much I know they can be great. Period. Drop the mic. Do it. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to end on this because I've been talking long enough. At the end of the day, your self-doubt might tell you that you are a dime a dozen, that there are so many other entrepreneurs doing what you do. Can I just drop the mic on something for you real quick? There might be a thousand other entrepreneurs doing exactly what you do, but your tribe is meant for you. They will hear your voice in a way they won't hear the other 999 people. And every day that you delay doing what you were born to do, built to do, given the gifts to do, every day that you doubt yourself and not take action and hold yourself back from the tribe who needed you 10 years ago is another day they don't get to be on fire in life. It's another day that they don't get the wisdom that they need. It's another day that they don't get exactly the education and the training that they need to make a different choice. You don't have that right. I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't have that right. The gifts we've been given have not been given to us in vain. We need to stop this self-doubt, self-sabotage, I'm not good enough, I don't know if if this is going to work thing, and just step out into the arena and share and support and teach. And then you know what? We got to trust. We got to trust and go and move and have fun while we do it. Don't let self-doubt steal your legacy from you. Don't let self-sabotage steal the legacy of your tribe from them. Get real with the fact that you were born to be great, that you were built to succeed, and that there is, I'm telling you, there are like thousands if not millions of people who are waiting for you to be who you are and to share with them and to teach them. And they're waiting and they, and they don't know, they might not know your name yet. They might not know your web domain yet. They might not be on your email list, but they're longing for your message. And yeah, they might be getting it from 15 other people who are doing the same exact thing, but it's not reaching them, but you can. So get up today and do one thing that inspires and teaches and trains. And then wake up tomorrow and do the same thing again. Do it again and again and again. Because you know what? It's done. It's done. You were born for this. You were built for this. It's done. All right. I've talked long enough. I can't tell you the last time I did a 60-minute podcast episode, but you know, whatever. You know me. I say 15 minutes and then it's 30. And this time I thought it was going to be 30 and it's 58. Whatever. It is what it is. I love myself. <laughs> All right, everybody. Cassandra Von Worsley. I will catch you. Oh, be sure to check me out on Instagram 
And if you follow me on Instagram because you heard this episode, could you just reply to one of my Instagram posts so I can sh- give you a shout out and we can connect? I'd like to get, I'd like, I'd like us to get to know each other. I want to get to know your business. I want to get to know what you're doing. Follow me on Instagram at the Cassandra Vaughn. And if you are following me as a result of listening to this episode, tell me that on Instagram. I'll respond. I just, I want to, I want to share what you're doing with the world. I want to know what you're doing. I want to, I want to hold the space with you. So go to at the Cassandra Vaughn on Instagram and just ping me. Tell me, tell me what you're doing. Tell me what's one thing you're doing today to inspire and to train. And then let's be in this together. Let's lift each other up. All right. uh, Enough talking. My voice is just about gone. Enough talking. All right, everybody. I'll catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 